This is episode 126 on the Herpreneur Show. Today we have Getting Visible in 2022 with Pam Brosman. Welcome to the Herpreneur Show, where we talk women, business, life. I am your host, Annette Lakovich. I'm an entrepreneur, businesswoman, mum, and I'm a fitness fanatic who loves to dance. What I also love to do is help you reach your fullest potential in business, health, and happiness. Join me as I bring you life-changing interviews, world-class education that helps you continue to up-level your next stage in greatness. It's your time to shine. Let's do it. Crickets. Is that the sound of your online marketing? If you've been doing your best to get more visible online, but it's not working, today's guest will soon have you following her, subscribing, drinking from her fountain, her digital empire fountain, that is, because Pam Brosman is a 100% online digital expert, and she helps women entrepreneurs make big, big impacts around the world with their genius zone. She's been around the block more than a few times in entrepreneurship. She was in entrepreneurship before it was a thing. You know, she was playing with the big boys. She was pretty much the only woman in the room. And she shares a couple of stories about that today as well. Today, Pam has sold over 15 best-selling Amazon books. She's continually at the forefront in whatever is new. If it's new, she knows about it. She's used it. She can tell you exactly what she feels about it. And let me tell you, this woman is not shy. She will tell you exactly what she thinks. There is no black and white with Pam Brosbane. And that's what I love about about her. Today, we're going to talk about business. We talk about new school, old school, the bad, the ugly. She drops the bomb on the interview. And I don't mean with swear words because you're going to hear about how she does not like swearing. Instead, she drops the bomb on this incredible creative idea that we talk about using it for challenges. But do you know what? You could use it in any part of your business. You women are so creative. Have a listen to it. Let your mind start getting creative and seeing ideas and then go ahead and grab that discount because it is new on the scene. Pam has launched it. Before too long, someone is going to copy it. We're in what, March at the moment? (laughs) Six months time, you can listen to it. People probably copied it because that's what they do. But understand, it started with Pam. Is that a rhyme? I don't know. Let's get into the interview. Pam Brosbane, Getting Visible in 2022. Enjoy. I love doing interviews with you. We have a blast. And thank you so much for having me on the show. You now, Pam, are at just pioneering in helping women really get visible and visible now in 2022, which is more important than ever, um, helping women create personal brands and helping them be able to get their genius zone into the digital side. So this is where I want to go today with the conversation. Can I just go back a little bit in time and just share a little bit about you and, you know, how you got to being in the digital space and now so passionate about that? Here's the fast story. 25 years corporate and then I met my husband. My husband was an entrepreneur and I was in the suit in the office and he was sitting there in a pair of shorts looking at all the gorgeous girls at the beach and I just thought this is not really (laughs) connecting with me. So um, two years after getting married, fell pregnant with my only child, Hunter, and uh, then I just never went back. So I had to figure out how I was going to go from this six-figure corporate income into Mm. earning money. went and to a lunch and learned about how to make money online with websites and the first thing I sold was journals. 
So that's how I got started online, got into eBay, and then we went on a millionaire's cruise with a hundred other millionaires. And on that cruise, I met this woman who knew my husband, and uh, she invited us to be in a Miss Millionaire, a chapter in the book. Uh-huh. I didn't think anything. I flunked English. I thought, what, what, what's going on here? But it was a great opportunity. So I ended up in that book. And then on that cruise, Steve and I came up with the idea, because social media was just taking off. We came up with the idea we would teach people video marketing. Steve mm, was going that's to be right. the camera. So yeah. the you are taking me back now. I remember all this. I yes, know, yes, I know. Going. I love it. But this is really, really important that I want your listeners to hear. The millionaire who hosted the cruise poo-pooed my idea and said, don't do it. And I just fell flat because we had a hot seat and I'm sitting there going, oh, look what I'm doing. But we walked off the hot seat and the other 100 people came up and said, I want to go to your course. I want to go to your course. I want to go. So I said, Steve, I'm sorry, but my gut says he's wrong. So yeah. eight weeks after getting off the boat, we ran it anyways, and that was our first $70,000 day. And that's when I got into the online world. She was like, I'm happy to leave corporate now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and then I just evolved with everything that came and went along. Digital Magazine launched a bestseller and fell into that for a long time. Yeah. COVID hits around the world. Yeah. Physical businesses. It was really quite sad to see all these little cafes that we drive past. I'm, not, I'm pretty close to the beach one street away, a bit like you actually. Yeah, yeah. And all these cafes suddenly, you know, were shut down and then there was one that actually had a sign. Yeah. And it said, come to the window, we're doing takeaway coffee and lunches. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's great, they're doing that. And then I see another sign come out and it was the Italian shop. It was these physical businesses that had to really learn how are we going to earn money, how are we going to do this. Yeah. The fitness industry went through a massive crisis. If you weren't ready and no one could go into your gyms, how are you going to be able to create revenue? Yeah. And so the ones that were already prepared, like there's a company called Extend Bar, um, there's different bar dance companies, and they actually had online programs already for when their clients travel. They were the ones that didn't suffer. Yeah. With you, what happened, not with you personally, because you were already set up, but what was the difference in the marketplace and then the attraction that was happening with you? Take me back when everything started to shut down and people were going, shit, I really have to learn how to really digitize my whole business now. Well, you know what's um, funny and sad at the same time is, is that Steve and I are so very different and it hit him hard. Because he was getting most of his clients not online. He was attending, you know how they have all these networking events and BNX and and all these different events and Steve was at all of these. So all of a sudden Mm. when COVID hit, he he was just like, you know, the gyms. His business dried up and then all of a sudden I'm spending time with my husband saying, well, Mm. don't worry about that. We'll just take you virtual. We'll take you online. So it was, uh, it hit home as well. Um, Yeah, Not for me, but for him. Mm. So he's evolved Mm. a lot in that time. But to to be honest with you, I was online, so everything was fine for me. And then I was in this big, huge community of people who had just gone and bought this course in it to learn how to do speaking, you know, make a, you know, make a six, seven-figure business from yeah. events, selling your knowledge yeah. at events. 
Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, after it launched, they went to launch again and the whole world was in lockdown. And then everybody's in yeah. this, I've just bought this course. You're teaching me how to go and do face-to-face events. Now what do I do? And they had yeah. to all of a sudden, that's where the big pivot word from every guru was yeah. saying, oh, we're pivoting, we're pivoting. And that's where the digital yeah. stages yeah. came about. But mm. I just said, well, hold on a minute, don't panic. Just go virtual. Mm. And, and so I said, if I, I was in this group of over 40,000 people, and I just said, put my hand up, I said, if anybody here want me to show you how to do it for free, how to launch your programs, you don't even have to run an event. Bing, 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 bing. I was just in the right place at the right time. Yeah. So I launched a course, uh, made 100K in eight weeks and then doubled it. Yeah, beautiful. So I then realised that I had a skill that I had acquired and then now I teach people to do the same thing with their skill. Yes. And instead of just having a local market, which most people do, especially if you're a coach like Steve, Mm -hmm. Steve's all Steve's clients now in the last 18 months are in the U.S., just mm. from coming online and going yeah, virtual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so interesting, Pam, because as you said, that you had this skill set that now was, it, it's worth the fortune, absolute key for the functioning of the business. Uh, for Pete and I, with uh, we were running an event called Convert and we were going Melbourne, Sydney, Perth, Melbourne, Sydney, Perth. Yeah. And we'd sell everybody into our programs. We'd do it live, but then the training was online. So at least we had that set up. But what we were like is, how are we going to do this convert event? Uh, We have to now get everybody on the actual event live. And beautiful thing is, it was then Singapore joined us, Philippines joined us. We had one guy in Denmark, um, in the UK, uh, uh, Dubai was like two o'clock in the morning. And suddenly we had this blessing that we had this massive reach everywhere. Yeah. And it was it was just so great that one, we had we, we were skilled, but we went, okay, we need to now upgrade. We need to upgrade our studio. And all my years of being a solo entrepreneur like you, having to do all the tech myself, having to do the funnels, having like doing everything. The great thing is, as soon as Pete and I were a team, boom, I was like, I can, I can do it all. Yeah. You just stand in front, you do what you do, and I'll build this whole studio out. Um, yeah, it's been it's been an amazing journey. Though you know, I'm ready to get. I'm like Steve. I love being with people. I'm yeah. ready to be with people. I do want to dive into a bit more about you, Pam. What I absolutely love in total awe of who you are is you stand so strong and so. You're just so powerful in who you are and you know who you are and you know who you're not. Yeah. And you've never, ever followed the gurus per se. You are a creative human being. You are so creative that you come up with ideas and you put it out to the marketplace. Yeah. So I do want to go into this conversation where, where how do we stop choosing to follow all these models and thinking that these are going to be the answer, what is it we really need to do to be able to tap into our own genius model and to be able to really build the woman as the solopreneur or the businesswoman? Let's go into that conversation because I know that you actually have a few opinions about gurus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, um, I don't know. 
just like gurus. I mean, I've learned from them all. Uh, but what I disliked about them was, which is what I was talking about, funnily enough, today on one of my posts on Facebook, uh, is a success gap. So what mm-hmm. is upsetting me about the gurus is is that mm, I, I grew that. with them. So when I met them, they were a million dollars 17 years ago was huge when you made a million dollars. They're all earning eight figures now. But the problem is is that they used to do the doing. So they used mm-hmm. to be able to teach. So now mm-hmm. they have outgrown their avatar, and I explained that to them many times, but they wouldn't either then become just a, a naysayer. And I thought, you're mm-hmm. just not listening. You are targeting, what, not even four-figure people to buy your programs and teaching them an eight-figure strategy that they're never going to be able to implement, and the only people who are still sitting at that top of the guru tree ain't the students. It's the same guru 17 years later, and they keep on targeting the wrong people. And I thought, I thought that's wrong, the success. Mm. So I thought, what if I, who does it all myself, closed the gap? And actually mm-hmm. got them a win where they believed that they could maybe go from four to five and then from five to six. Yes, then, yeah. You know, and actually achieve something instead of just feeling really bad because they just keep on buying mm. all these things and going nowhere. Yeah, you know, I, I just love this word success gap because as you and the ladies know that are listening that who you are to get your first six figures is a lot of work. Especially just to earn your, your own your own wage again from like where you were saying yeah. you come from corporate. Yep. But then to get to, you know, 500K, 600K, 800K, you were comp- continually growing into a different human being. Yes. You then need to be a different business owner to then to do one meal, to five meals to ten mil. Yeah. It's a it's a different mindset, it's a different character, it's a different strategy you start to need to build within your business. Yeah. Um, you were saying that you know you've gone from these these guru, gurus we were teaching while they were doing, but yeah. now they've got a full-on company where they've got yeah. everything set up and they've got each person in their right places. Um, I really love that. That's so impactful about that, that success gap. And that really helps, I think, uh, us listening go, okay, that makes so much sense. And yeah. I just thought this is where it's broken. And so I stepped in. And the difference is, is that the people that were doing the guru programs, who've been with me, have been with me for three years. And I'm all about um, getting the success wins every day. So yeah, yeah. every day is a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, each little, each little step of success reaches the big one. It's not a big leap. <laughs> it's not I call the them success leap. spurts. You know how your kids have growth spurts? I call them success spurts. But, you know, I'm all about family-friendly mm. financial freedom. That's what yeah, I stand yeah. for. And I think women need to now decide what is that financial freedom number for me so they don't have to chase the eight figures. If six figures is going to change their life and give them their dreams so that they can be there with their kids, go for six figures. Yeah. And I've said this once before in an interview where I was uh, at one of Anthony Robbins' events over in Fiji and I think it was like a business mastery. and. 
they put figures up on the board and my little coaching business was making more profit than this $8 million business. And, you know, you could be busting your guts out, which I'd love to go into, which is you can hustle and hustle and I really hate the word hustle because it's such a negative connotation to it. But, you know, at the end of the day, you just want to be happy. When I was doing my Herpreneur events and then I was building the mastermind and then I had Braxton and I was like, I want to do more, I want to get bigger, I want to do more. And I tell you what, I went to burnout because I was so focused on success and I was stopped feeling fulfilled. Yeah. I stopped, I, I burnt out because everything was about just continually going, going, going. And, you know, the, the programming of seven figures, seven figures, seven figures, you know, that's yeah. how you're measuring yourself. Yeah. These days I measure myself completely different. Same it's, here. you know how happy am I and how fulfilled am I and how much do I do the things I love every day? The measurements is completely different. What is your take on the hustle? Uh, I gave the hustle away when I went to Richard Branson's Island because I came from corporate. So, you know, when you're in corporate, to get to that six figures, I went from receptionist to uh, corporate communications with zero degree. So I Mm -hmm. hustled my way to the top and I worked really hard. So I took that hustle into my entrepreneur journey and I thought that Mm -hmm. was the only way to do it. But like you, I got really sick, really burnt out, really sick, and then I had just a miserable child. And I just thought, you know what, I didn't have a child at 39 to put him second. I didn't. So then when we went to Necker Island and I realised that, all these entrepreneurs that were there, there were 30 other millionaires and billionaires on this thing. We had a blast. But the number one thing is, is that Richard Branson said, he said, most people live their life building a business or doing the hustle to leave mm-hmm. a legacy after they're gone. He said, why not enjoy the legacy while you're alive so that you can see the ripple that you're impacting? Oh, and if fun. it's not fun, it's not done. My God, if you could have seen him. Dancing on tables. We had 40 people in the spa. It was just like one hour of, you know, mentoring and the rent yeah. was party for seven days. It was the best wow. experience of my life. And I just thought this is how I want to run my business going forward. If I have one year where I make $70,000 and I take half the year off because Hunter needs me, then I'm fulfilled because he needed me and it wasn't about making multiple six figures or seven figures. It was what mm-hmm. what I wanted for that year that was important yeah. to me. Yeah. Mm, and that's yeah, when I shifted everything. So I now mm. just face like this year Hunter's 18, he's just got a job. Now I'm really focused on growing some new programs. I cannot believe Hunter's 18. I know. Ladies, just so you know, Pam and I go way back. So. <laughs> way, way back. I cannot believe he's 18. I wow. Know. That is yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I love the, if what is it? If it's not fun, it's not done? What if it's not say? fun, it's not done. So everything I'm doing. So um, in my business, if this is yeah. how I run my programs. I just launched mm-hmm. one uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I want to be really transparent here because, I mean, I've been in the game for 17 years and, not every year is great, but, you know, I've got my money in all different pies. At the moment, I've got a, a penny stock that's just gone to a dollar, you know, so that's 50 yeah. grand just sitting there coming into me. So and it says, well, maybe I can and just take Pam, it. Pam, you've always, you've always got a few things going on. That's what I love. 
Yeah, so um, I came up with this idea eight weeks ago, Nettie. I came up with it and I actually came up with it when I was uh, in my first business, but technology Mm -hmm. wasn't there. I came up with the idea to do virtual workbooks. I always wanted to do virtual workbooks, but the technology wasn't there, so I just put it to the side. Then eight weeks ago, Canva just launched this thing and I said to Steve, oh, my God. This is the gift that keeps on giving. And I'm going to tell you because you have to do it. You guys have to do it. And it's a gift that keeps on giving. So um, I came up with this idea and I had absolutely no idea if it was going to work. So I put a pre-registration page up and I said, how would you guys like me to teach you how to have a sales machine that not only lists builds for you, that actually sells for you, and keep selling after you do your challenge. Because, you know, everybody's doing challenges at the moment. And, and, and when no the challenge stops, hand <laughs> yeah, but when it stops, Nettie, that, that's it. It's over. Yeah. But the, yeah. That's, How do you that, nurture it? With virtual workbooks, that's where the selling begins. Mm. It never so tell me more about this virtual workbook. Okay. So the idea is, is that, um, you know, when you go to a challenge, everybody gives out a worksheets or, you know, a PDF for the stuff that you want them to fill in over the mm-hmm. two, three, five, seven days. That's yeah. been around forever. Absolutely saturated. The problem mm-hmm. is right now that is that everybody's running a challenge every five minutes. Mm-hmm. So the show up rate is tanked. And what they're doing is, is they're not selling. It's like a product launch formula. They're not selling till day five. However, the people that come into the challenge, they may not be ready for your 997 or your 2997 or your three, but they may be ready for your book or they Mm -hmm. may be ready for your journal or they may be just ready for one of your other low ticket programs. What if you started selling from day one? Yeah, you got it. So I so, took the pain away. So here's the thing. Yeah. Everybody knows what the funnel is. So by day two or day three, they know they're going to be sold to on day four and day five and the sharp rate and the engagement tanks. And mm-hmm. the reason why is, is because have you been to a challenge where you don't get the email on time, you didn't get the worksheet, you didn't get the replay upsold into the VIP and then you didn't get the mm-hmm. link to the Zoom for the VIP, what does that cause for your attendee? Mm-hmm. Frustration. So by day two and day three, they've left. What if you had a yep. virtual workbook where everybody got it on day one and the virtual workbook evolves all the way through and they only ever have to go to one place and it's all hosted for free and everything that you sell is included in the virtual workbook. And then mm. when the challenge is over, guess what becomes your list builder? All the videos are inside the virtual workbook from the training. Beautiful. Can you see how my digital mind works? <laughs> it's a list builder. I love your digital mind, Pam. And guess what happens? This never, this never closes. So what happens yeah. is, is that you add an extra video and to all those people who didn't buy the VIP, you said, so many people said, oh, Pam, I want the VIP. Well, guess what? You can now buy it here in the very yeah, wow. book. And is this what you've got a gift for? I know you've got a, something, a gift for the audience. What's the gift you've got today for the ladies? Is it this or is it with something else? No, it's with this. This is what I'm doing right now, Masterclass yeah, Success. Perfect. It's the easiest way for these women to scale. Okay, let's go into that and then I've got a few more questions for you, yeah, but just while we're on this topic. Um, so we've got a discount code, is that right, of $100? Yeah, if they go to no. panbrosman.com forward slash 
M for Mary, S for Sally. So for Masterclass Success, it's MS. Okay. That's it. And it's the coupons already there. I'm giving them $100 off because I just want them. And when they get inside, this is what you're going to love. So I've got the virtual workbooks and how to run these events doing it 2022 way, not the old boring way. They're all doing it back there in 2021. I've evolved. I'm Web3. I'm so excited. So they get that, but they get the whole toolkit. So I have all, mm. all the virtual workbooks and everything already mm. made for them to rebrand, reuse, and start using immediately, and all they need is a free version of Canva. That's it. Love it. Pam, you, um, as I said, you are always, you're such a creative human being, um, and you've seen so many changes in business over the years. And we talk about this word hustle and even the word challenge. For me, I, I don't like the word challenge unless either. it's like a diet or, I don't know, exercise. Yep. Uh, like I, I, I have these associations with different words. Yep. And I do feel like to get to your first, you know, to get to cover your wage when you leave employment, yep. there is hustle or maybe it's grind or whatever you want to call it. But there's things that you always have to do. For me, I just call it launching. Like I've just got to launch. I know when I'm going through a launch, I know that's where I really need spend extra care on my body but you know there's going to be you know more stress I'll be carrying along with it but there's been thoughts of mine over the years of what I believed back then I don't believe now I've changed my mind over the years one of them was definitely in the fitness industry I started teaching at a very young age I started teaching when I was 13 13 years old and at 15 I got my qualification and had to lie about my age so I was teaching I watched a different genres of group fitness. It was never called group fitness. It was aerobics. Yeah. And it was basic, like knee lifts, star jumps. There was no such thing as grapevines. It was just running in lines and doing circles. And then the dancing side came in and it was the choreography. And then you'd spend like an hour trying to do a beautiful choreographed routine. And then step came in and slide came in and all this stuff came in. And then Les Mills came in. Yeah. And Les Mills was a pre-choreographed class. And I thought, well, that would be fantastic because then I don't have to make up the classes. But I thought, who's going to want to do the same class day in and day out? I ate my words. Yeah. Les Mills took off. Yeah. And then I ended up teaching, I don't know how many of their different classes they had, body pump, body attack, body combat, body um, jam. I taught them all. Yeah. <laughs> I ate my words. Is there something that you've had a thought about in business over time that's a different belief now to what you've actually had before? That there's something that you've thought, you know what, like I never thought that would work, but this would actually work now. Is there something that's happened over the years for you that you think, "Mm." like for me now I feel I don't have to do a hustle to be successful. I've just got to be smart, strategic, and plan. Like I really felt like launching was hard, 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 where I've learned now launching can be more stressful, but how do we manage it? Um, You can't make $100,000 in a day. Well, worked out, you can. So there's been beliefs of mine that have shifted as I've grown, I'd love to know about you just to dive in just to your mind and your beliefs, how they've shaped and changed. Um, there's lots of beliefs of mine that's, that's changed. I think I had to get over the belief that the only way I was going to make seven figures was to speak on stage. 
Uh-huh. Um, that was mm. very drummed in because the only people that I knew that were really on mm. that top guru level were all doing those big stages up yeah. until obviously they had no choice. Mm. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> for me and then um, obviously I didn't get into doing the paid ads, so getting over that belief of being able to be successful just organically because everybody just said, you know. And, you know, the biggest one for me that I've stood up for, which is why I bought the name Solopreneur Empire, is every guru told me that I couldn't be successful for what's important to me as a solopreneur. And, you know, like, what it's like for me, Nettie, but it's like just waving a red flag to a bull. Don't tell me. (laughs) That's like the boss in corporate who told me women were only good enough to to cook, go and get married, you know, really. And I was a receptionist and then ended up earning six figures. So um, I knew Mm. that solopreneur women could be hugely successful and what they didn't understand as men Mm. is that it's a lifestyle choice for mothers. Yeah. We actually want to be home with our children. We actually want, we don't mind doing a little bit of doing because guess what all that doing is that I did? Guess what I've made in six and multiple six figures? Teaching it. I've mm. taken the skills that I've acquired and it's turned into my successful business, teaching people how to upskill, mm. upskill, upskill. Yeah. And when you want or your children are gone and you want to scale, you can do that, but it's a choice. Mm. So yeah. I think the biggest thing for me changing was thinking that I had to do it their way. Yes. And then one day I just said no. I just said no. And then I mm. became the rebel, as you see me online. Mm. I stand up for <laughs> them and I say no. It's like the yeah. people, you know, that my biggest bugbear online is the positivity police. All those people saying, you can't hang around with anybody negative. Don't talk to anybody negative. You know, the highest rate of suicide is happening is because people are not allowed to share what they're feeling anymore. Yeah. You yeah. know, they have to hold mm. it down because there's nothing. It's not about being mm. negative. It's about yeah. putting it out and then having someone come and say, I can help you. It's going to yeah. be okay. Yeah, and this is the thing. It's, it's, and the ladies know I'm always so transparent on my show because I always say this is how we help. Yeah. We help because yeah. it will make me being cheering my stuff helps you realize whatever you're going through is normal. We don't learn from this this fake uh showreel of life that we see on Instagram. It's the it's it's learning from each other's stories to say, okay, great. All right, she's been there, she's done that. I understand that. Um yeah, I, I Trish, um, Pam, one thing I f- feel with you is there's always a truth um is is there if you could say there was some philosophies that you really live by part of your value system what would you say would be like your top four or five just and I know you haven't got them prepared and I'm probably putting in the spot but just things that you feel like really characterize who you are because I really feel one thing with you is truth like I just feel like you just get there's there's no black or white there's no No. gray no 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 you just yeah it's in or out in or out for me. So the, the main ones is uh, uh, telling the truth. I have zero tolerance for mm. lying. I've told that to my son. I said I would yeah. rather you tell me something that I don't want to hear uh, but told me the truth uh, than lie to me because I said mm. when lying becomes a habit, um, it becomes, you know, it, it 
ruins okay. a lot of your life. Okay. So, so telling the truth is really, really important. Uh, mm. I have a, a zero tolerance for swearing, and it's known all over the internet, and it's become oh, part yes. of my brand. You know, mm. the women in my community, when you come to my groups, the top rule is there is no swearing in this group. There is no swearing in my courses. <laughs> In my welcome you video, <laughs> you are not allowed to swear in my communities or you get booted out and you don't get a refund. Pam, have you been to Anthony Robbins' events? I absolutely. And do you know who goes and calls them out? I call these gurus out. And that's what I, 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 I couldn't believe how much she swears. That was the one thing because, you know, for years I used to listen to him on these tapes and then when I went to his event I thought, holy cow, he actually swears like a trooper. Oh, I walked out in a, uh, an event recently. I haven't been to many and I went to one and uh, the top, and they're friends, friends of ours, all the male speakers think it's funny. It's all the shock factor marketing. It's disgusting. Well, this room was full of children. Why? Because mums mm-hmm. sometimes can't get a babysitter. Why should they be penalised for learning yeah. and to see these blokes stand on stage and look down and see children in the room and F-bomb in front of them is the most, I was so angry and I went to the person and said, not good. I said, yeah. if that's what your brand represents, uh-uh. So, um, mm. yeah, no, so I, that's something. So no swearing is really important to me. Mm. Family-friendly financial freedom. So people who understand, like another bugbear of mine, which is the male guru world, it's like the male corporate world. They, I used to say to them, listen, is there a replay because this is on at 2? And, you know, Hunter was like 6. There was no way I could be up at 2 a.m. or I'm mm. breastfeeding or something. And they say either show up. Or you haven't got what it takes. And that irked me. And I thought, how dare you say to me, I haven't got what it takes when I've got responsibilities. Who's looking after your kids at home? It sure as hell ain't you. So that's when I decided to target the women and say, you know what, I'm going to show these women that, yes, I will give you a replay. Yes, you can watch it right now. I, I just took all those stop signs away that was help, mm. you know, hindering women from wanting to get to that level. And so that's why mm. I target women. And so, yeah, I just think um, mm. for me personally it's about helping women believe they can and then showing them the how. That's it. And, and, and if you think business was introduced and built by men except for prostitution um, and we all felt like we had to work in a nine-to-five job and yeah. as soon as you really either one, fall into entrepreneurship or two, you're a mum that now, you know, needs to be at home and raise your child and breastfeed and do whatever, you realise pretty quickly that the way that we're meant to work when it was first created just does not functionally work for us. And thank goodness for now that things have come around very fast and even now corporations are happy to do Zoom with their team and have their team not in. But it it has taken this incredible time to turn around so there is more realistic to work. How can we work and make money and live our lives? Um, And I think I I truly believe that there's going to be pretty big movement in the next few years really more towards that. There's going to be a massive realisation that we can really start to have more of 
a type of business that you have, which is more of a lifestyle entrepreneur. You know, it's really having that fulfilled life and to be able to make money doing what you love. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and here's the big shift that's happened with the big pivot. So you've seen the guys being the king of the chain. Well, all of a sudden the guys have been knocked off. Guess who's at and the top of the chain? It's the women who just said no and they figured it out to do it their way, that fit with their kids, it fit with their morals, fit with what they wanted to achieve. Bumps. I just I just love this this and and ladies, it's not a male against female. No. It's, not, it's just it's just now the rising of the feminine. It's really yes. the first time we've earned more money than what we ever have in history. Yeah. Um, the first time that we actually um, can own investment properties to grow our own wealth it's it's just incredible where if you go back to our ancestors to even our grandparents our grandparents your grandmother ladies listening your grandmother was not allowed to open a bank account without a man until I think it was 45 years ago it's really important to me that women have financial security and it comes back from my mum. Mm. You know, my mum and dad divorced at 25. My mum was a full-time mum. Oh, wow. Twi- you know, she's been mm-hmm. living, you know, we had this great life and she's been living and being miserable for the rest of her life ever since then because mm. that's what happens. She had yeah. no financial security. So it's really, really important. I think that women have their own independence, their own financial freedom, their mm-hmm. own self-worth and empowerment that what they know, what their gifts are, there's people out there that are prepared to pay for them. And having your partner, like Steve, Steve is my partner, just like Peter's with you. Yeah. You know? I don't yeah. rely on him. Mm. He's just there because I love him, not because he's my financial, you know, security blanket. So that's really important to me, family friendly. And now the women are just taking over and I'm really, really excited and I'm part of that, you know, evolution. Yeah, and a beautiful contribution that you do as well. Um, I'd love to just finish up with my three final questions. The first one is a piece of advice for the woman who's in a startup. Um, What's something that you wish that maybe you knew back then or that you, if you could give one piece of information now that would really make a difference for her, what would you think it would be? Okay, so uh, go digital fast. The, the world has gone digital and you just have to embrace it. The, the faster mm. you embrace it, the faster you grow. So, and it's okay, okay to fail forward. Like, I mean, I make that this launch that I did last week, it was great, but it wasn't fantastic, but it was yeah. an experiment. So, mm-hmm. it, treat everything as an experiment. And mm. it doesn't matter because what I said, the fact that you crossed the finish line and did it, that's a win. That's yeah. always a win. So and just I get out there and do. Love this, Pam, because from working with startup entrepreneurs myself years ago, it was really trying just to, to drill into them, just get it out there, better done than perfect. Yep. Because if they wait for that perfection, they get that perfection paralysis, which we all know about, that they don't end up doing it. All that spark dies. Yeah. The doubt it kicks in and they start to go, oh, maybe I shouldn't do it. Or someone then starts to talk in their ear and it and it's wrecks that moment or that magic. Yep. Um, and I love that you're saying just embrace the digital because there's some women there that maybe they're 
they're older as well. They're not in yeah. the younger years. They're not in the 25, 30. They might be like 55, 60, and they do need to embrace it. And, you know, the way they're making things now, it's getting easier and easier. And, you know. And you don't have to be face to camera anymore. And you, you don't have to be face to camera. This is the thing that holds most of them back. And so I found out where all their fears were, and I said, well, that's fine. Mm. We'll just do it this way. Do you know all the challenges that Steve and I do now are all pre-recorded? We don't do any live. Convert like crazy. You don't have yeah. to. So that One fear and done. of being live, you don't have to do it. Yeah. I, I do actually remember a lot of my clients when they learned that they could actually do a pre-recorded yeah. webinar. So many of them opted for that because the pressure of – one being live, like all yeah. the digital stuff can be quite, you know, scary as well just to juggle, but also just the pressure of, okay, if I don't stuff up, I can re-record this. So, yes. you know, it's not live. Yeah. But, um, you know, the thing I've learned, and you know this too, Pam, when you stuff up on stage or you stuff up in front of someone, you fumble on your words or whatever, it shows that you're human. Yes. It's okay. It's yes. okay. Uh, Look at me. Yeah. I got a big pimple. I get a pimple one time or twice a year and I wake up to do this from the interview and I've got this wart side of a pimple on my chin and I think I've got to go figure. So what you well, just you don't know what? The, the beauty of Zoom helps us uh, polish our screens a little bit. <laughs> can, you, can you polish? <laughs> you look gorgeous. Pam, piece of advice for the woman who is seasoned. She's okay. you and I. Right. She's looking for expansion. She's she's going for it. Yeah. What's something if you go, you know what? I sit with this woman at the table. This this is my type of crew. Yeah. But I have something that I can share with her to help her evolve even more. What do you think it could be? Okay, well, I still have to go digital because everything that I'm telling people to do digital, but in their space, you've got to embrace what is working right now. So uh, mm. obviously reels are going crazy if you're on Facebook or on Instagram. I don't like reels at all. I don't, I'm don't. i not even on TikTok. I don't like them. However... Can you just explain what reels are? Reels. Okay, okay, so they're videos. If people are using stories... It's like a 30 or 60 second snippet that mm -hmm. adds value. However, most people on Instagram are doing it like, you know, dancing, being silly, like a TikTok. Mm -hmm. That's not what the uh -huh. business people are there for. So if you're a business person and you haven't been using them because you think you have to dance like a crazy woman, uh, no. So they've just landed on Facebook and Facebook is more about business. So what mm -hmm. I'm saying is if you're doing organic traffic, you want to use reels because reels are getting all the eyeballs. So mm. go and do what the platform wants you to use and you will expand your reach faster. Otherwise, you just have to do paid yeah, advertising. Yeah. And number two, which is the most important, become a personal brand. You People are buying people. In 2022, mm. people are yeah. buying people. They're mm, buying you. Become the face of your business, not just a service provider or a logo or a brand. You are the brand. You are the mm. message. You are the person that has to get out there. They're buying you. So that's my advice. Beautiful. Love it. Pam, we spoke off air about my passion with helping raise women's health while they're in business. We've talked that we've both gone through a burnout before. Many women do. I would love to know, because I do see your videos and photos by the beautiful beach of Balmoral, yeah. what's the one thing that you do on a very regular basis? has to be weekly and it has to be something that's 
physical gets you away from your desk that you know when you do it, it makes you the happiest version of yourself, what would it be? No, we'll just have to go to my Instagram profile. There's only one thing that I do. Um, at the moment, it's raining, but every day I go and spend about an hour down uh, by the ocean. The ocean is my bliss. And if I'm not, if I can't see it, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to see it from my home. Um, but if I if I had, no, I don't see it. Um, mm. I physically, I said I must have been a mermaid in a prior life. I actually physically and mentally feel sick. Like, where's my water? So, uh, yeah, no, the ocean, I go there and journal. I go there, do my creativity. I even do my reels and that down there. It's just my happy place. It just uh, re-energizes yeah. me. It grounds me. It makes me be really grateful and thankful uh, for the mm. lifestyle that I have. And, um, yeah, no, that's definitely my thing. Beautiful. I can't agree with you more. I live now just one street away from 88 kilometres of ocean. I'm coming to visit you when they open yeah, up those you gotta, borders. You, would, you would love it. You'd be walking to this beach every day. I know. It's, just, it's, it's so magnificent, the spread of this ocean. It honestly, it just takes my breath away. Yeah. And when we moved here, I used to call this Dream Street because you drive straight down and then you look at this ocean. Yeah. And um, sure enough, we bought just the one street off Dream Street, so just on the corner. So as soon as we pull out, we go down the street and there's that ocean there and it's just in total awe. And I've um, seen the change in Braxton. He's just gorgeous. He, he's out there, he's <laughs> doing his nippers, he's hanging out with mum and dad. He's so confident. He's just... It was. I think it was the best decision you ever made. You look happy. Pete looks happy. Thanks, Braxton Pam. is just glowing. Um, he's <laughs> with family and he's made some nice friends. I think you know. Together, we're doing good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I do. I'm missing my Sydney lately, so I just cannot wait. As soon as we get these borders opened in Western Australia, I just can't wait to see. My Sydney, my Sydney. Well, you come and have a wine with me at Balmoral and we'll go and do shampers at the beach. I'd absolutely love to. Pam, thank you so much for today. Keep changing the world. I think you're truly inspirational. I think you are just probably one of the most seasoned businesswomen that I know in Australia that continually is at the forefront. So um, keep doing your incredible work and thank you for saying yes for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me and we'll do it again very, very soon. You're listening to The Herpreneur Show. I hope you received the inspirational idea, thought or message that you're meant to hear today. If you love the show, it means a bunch to me sending me a message on Facebook or on iTunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released. Until then, make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness, something that lifts your vibration so high that you're the happiest person that you know. I'm out.